Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. All right, welcome everyone to Consciousness Unfiltered, using uh, sharing the tools of access consciousness. And I have an amazing guest with me today, Brendan Watt is an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Choice of Possibilities Facilitator, and a co-author of this amazing book, uh, Relationships. Are you sure you want one? <laughs> so, Brendan, thank you so much for joining me, and I apologize for not telling you we were going to be on video. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get casual Brendan today. This I get casual Brendan, yeah. So, my casual Brendan is just as sexy as, uh, trust not, Brendan. So, that's fun. Awesome. So, yeah. So when, it, you know, you're my first guest, obviously, I started this podcast just recently. And uh, my hope was to get the amazing tools of access consciousness that Gary Douglas, the founder and Dr. Dane here, the co-creator have created over the last, what, 30 years. And I know you've been a huge mm -hmm. instrumental part of their growth. You know, I've always kind of saw you as like one of the pillars and access consciousness, you know, even before you started facilitating the choice of possibilities, which is more of the advanced classes uh, after the foundation class and your bars class. And so, but what I'd love for you to share with maybe people who never even heard of access consciousness is sort of like, where were you before access? And would you mind just sharing your journey a little bit, like sort of like where you were at that point and sort of what's shown up for you since then? Yeah, well, yeah big change. I mean, I've been doing, I've been, I found access 10 years ago, a little bit more than 10 years ago. And at the time when I found it, I just got out of a, um, I just got out of a long-term relationship. I had a five-year-old son with, with this girl and you know, it was just, it wasn't that much fun. And so it ended that I was, I was at my mother's house living in her spare bedroom, sharing it with my five-year-old son. And I, I just, I hated my life, but, but it was, it was more than that. Cause it wasn't just, I hated what was showing up in my life. I hated myself. I didn't yeah. like myself at all. And that's not easy for somebody to deal with when you like get up every day and you just, you don't like the person you're looking at. Yeah. And I remember one day I just went, you know what, this, this needs to change. I need my life to change now. Or I don't want to live it anymore. And the next day I found this tiny little ad in the newspaper that said, all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory, call Mel. And it's this two lines in the newspaper, this little pink ad. And I didn't even read the newspaper. Like this thing just, just it threw itself at me. Yeah. So I called this girl and I got my bars run. Yeah. And, and after that, it's like, after I got my bars run, I, I started getting this, I started feeling like me again. Mm. And then later on, I just, I kept going and I knew that I actually wanted to live. I knew that there was, there's got to be more possible in this world than what we've been told we have to, to live with, what we've been told we have to deal with. And from that day forth, and it's been a journey. I mean, it's been a 10 year journey. It's not, oh, everything was magical and wonderful since then. I've had to work hard at, at changing all the things and still am at changing all the things that, that I've created in my life that, that aren't me. You know, and one of the things we do is we go, we, we hear things or we're taught things or we're told things 
and we think that's all there is. But I mean, I don't know about you, but as a kid, for me, I mean, I remember being a six-year-old kid just going, the world is just this magical place. Like I knew it was just, it was full of wonder. But then it's like over the years, we just, we give it up in order to fit in. We give it up in order to be normal rather than explore it and go, okay, so what is out there? What is different? Would you say like from the time that you were a child to when you became an adult, like up until that point where you're like, there's got to be something more. And if there's not anything more, I don't really want to be here anymore. Did you, did you, at what point when you started access, did you realize that so much of the choices you made or the things that you would create were maybe through the filters of everybody else's reality and not yours? Uh, Pretty early on, I realized that all of it was, but what (laughs) Wow. All of it. And I mean, one of the things I remember is I remember this day when I was a kid and I was in grade one at school. I think I was six years old and I was sitting there and I used to cry every day and I had no idea why I was crying. I'd sit under a tree at school. I didn't have any friends and I'd sit there and cry. And one day I remember going to myself, this is too hard. Like I don't have any friends. I need to start figuring out how to be more normal. That, that day, my life went from that magical place, that place of oh, being wow. to the place of, okay, now I need to figure out how to fit in. I did that for 24 years and I got good at it. I got good at fitting in. I got good at being normal. But ev- so every time I chose something to make myself more normal or to fit in more, I, I, gave, I had to give up part of that magic of me. I had mm-hmm. to give up the difference I was and I am in order to become normal. And that's what I see a lot of us do rather than go, you know what, I'm here, I'm different, I'm me. We go, well, but what's everyone else gonna think if I show up like this? Mm. Wow, I find it really fitting that we're having this conversation and, and I didn't really know that that you, you know, that maybe there's this idea or possibility that you didn't really wanna live. And it's very fitting that it happens to be Suicide Awareness Month. And that's yeah. not why we're having this conversation. I just wanted to, to interview you for this, um, you know, for this, the podcast, the video, whatever it is that we're doing. And because, I, you know, your story is amazing. And, you know, you're one of four people who can facilitate the choice of possibilities, which is an amazing class. I mean, so much, it, it is, it used to be called 2-3 back in the day, but when they changed the name, I mean, it really fits. And it's like, so like, could you share like maybe some of like, what were your like go-to tools that you used in the last 10 years that really like kept you from maybe sinking back or going backwards, but like it just kept exponentializing for you? Well, the first one was cause it's like, so I said that it's like I was living at my mom's house, sharing this, sharing a room with my kid and, and, and hating myself and hating my life. When I first came along to Access, and I think it was the bars class, I learned the tool, who does it belong to? Mm is it's the, you know, what we talk about is 98% of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to us. Mm-hmm. And we all, like, we've all had a dynamic awareness of this, but no one's ever told us about it. It's like we've all we've all been having a happy day and then all of a sudden you're cranky or you've got the shits or you just, <laughs> you know, you get angry or whatever. And it's like, and you're like, where did my happy go? Yeah, that's your awareness of some something else that's yeah. creating that. So when I when I first got that tool and went, oh, who does this belong to? I realized that all of that sadness, all of that hate of me, 
all of that upset in my life, all of the the places where I was looking at what well, there's no hope. Oh, Everything that was showing up in my life wasn't even mine. And when I realized that, my whole world started lightening up because I just went, oh, that's not even, that's not, that six-year-old kid that was before he decided to fit in and be normal, mm -hmm. that was not his point of view. Yeah. You know, but then over the years, as soon as we go, well, I need to fit in, then what we have to do is we have to look to others mm -hmm. in order figure out who we are and in doing that we 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 start creating ourselves based on the limitations that everybody else chooses based on the limitations that they've been shown that they have to choose mm -hmm. rather than, who does that belong to mm -hmm. oh it's fine okay cool so if i was choosing what was true for me here what would i choose yeah that was that was a big change for me because i realized that oh maybe i'm not as bad as i think i am yeah that's awesome. So uh, when did like, so you started using that tool right away, which is something that we learn. And even in the very first class that we take mm -hmm. I don't, for me personally, I, I, that question didn't really sink into my universe till about maybe the fifth year of me doing access where I actually started to perceive what that question was creating for me, like viscerally. Yep. I guess I'm a slow learner, but it was like, I wouldn't say who does this belong to, who does this belong to, and I kept returning it to center with consciousness attached, but the mood wouldn't necessarily change. And it really, it, I don't know what happened, but it was just one particular day when I just realized I had a lot more awareness than I thought I did. And yep. it just sort of all dropped. When that happened, it sort of like clicked. Yep. And that anytime there's a thought, feeling, or emotion that's not desirable, I started going into question, like you say. When did that click? Was that right away for you? Or did it take a little while? Uh, no, every time that I was actually, every time that I was actually looking at, okay, what's actually, see, the thing, we're all aware of energy. Like, yeah. like I said before with the anger, like you can walk into a room and you can go, oh, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't feel good or, or anything like that. But it's like, but when I started realizing that and I went, okay, this is really heavy. This doesn't feel like me. Okay, so who does it belong to? Yeah. So you start, it's like you, you start getting that sense of who you are again. You know, and the thing with this is, see, most of us have been taught, like, I feel sad or I feel angry. And as soon as we've decided that we have feelings, mm. that everything that we feel or decide that we feel, we must then, lock, we lock it into our world, we lock it into our body, and then we have to try and find a way to change it. Mm-hmm. The thing that helped me a lot was realizing that you can't change anything that's not yours. So mm -hmm. anything that's showing up in your life that's not that you can't change in a few days, if it's not changing, then no. okay, is this mine? Who does it belong to? Wow. That's cool. That's a super powerful thing. It's like if you're not able to change it, it doesn't even belong to you in the first place. Yeah. That's awesome. So Talk about a little bit, I want to talk about threats of possibilities in a minute and, and some other things, but, um, you know, you've worked with Gary, like, you know, you've been by his side almost since you started Access. Can you talk a little bit about the, the gift uh, that he has been to you? And, and yeah, so can you say more about that? Yeah, well, I mean, He's just, I mean, what a gift in the world that that man is. I mean, he started Access 30 plus years ago from a question. You know, he, he wanted, 
he wanted to create something different in the world and he started asking for he started asking to create that and it's like and he went from it's like he went from starting the bars to i think he's you know he had like three or four people in his living room three or four people in his living room teaching them how to run the bars that he'd only just taught himself how to do yeah and you know and 30 years later we're in 176 countries around the world we've got hundreds of thousands of people who know well more like millions of people now who know about access you know we've got we've got like a thousand plus facilitators we've got ten ten thousand plus bars facilitators like it's just based on his awareness to look at okay so there has to be something different available and know there's something different different available out there not from the place of that means I have to do it all myself. Right. He was willing to ask the universe and then receive. And it's like, and it's just the, the caring that man has. Yeah. Or the patience that he has, the tenacity to never stop. Like he will, he will never give in, never give up and never quit ever. And it's like that to me is an inspiration because I know that if he can choose it, then so can I. Yeah. But I know that if I can choose it, then so can everybody else if they're willing to, to choose something different. And that's that's what I adore about him. It's like and just he he's just he's an open book. He's there just he, he wants he desires everybody's life to be better. Yeah. You know, and that to me is that's the kind of world that I'd like to live in where we have that for each other, where it's like, where we look to, Hey, you're different. I'm different. Then not, how do we get to be the same? How do we get our lives right? How do we, how do we judge each other? It's like, we're all different. How do we be that for each other? How do we create something different? And I mean, now more than ever, we're at a time in the world where your difference is the valuable product. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Yeah. One, one of the gifts I know and I get to see is that like when we can only see bits and pieces of ourselves, right. And we create our lives from that very limited point of view, even from the beginning, when I first met him, it was like, it was like, he has this incredible capacity to see all of you. Yeah. And that's what he would speak to and with the tools and, you know, slowly, but surely it's like, we, you know, we still have to choose, right? But slowly but surely, we start to become more of ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Dane's a per Dr. Dane here, co-creator of Access. He came along 10 years later after Gary had created Access. And, you know, he's a, an amazing example of what the tools can create for someone when, when they choose, right? And so, and it's just really cool to watch. You know, I've been around. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's super, super cool. So let's talk about, um, and, and it's a, it's a gift really to be able to watch that and others and the gift that I know it's been for me. Um, the choice of possibilities, that's one of the advanced classes in access consciousness. And so how do you see like the choice of possibilities, like impacting people's lives? Like what, what would you like to see in the world as a result of facilitating the choice of possibilities? Uh, I, I, I just, I'd like everybody to get that they have choice. And it's like, see, one of the things that we've done with choice is we've, we, we, we 
for a lot of us, what we do is we go, well, I just, I always feel like there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And now we go, okay, so how do I get my choices right? How do I get my life right? And we're in this constant state of judging ourselves and our choices, which eliminates the choice, mm. the choices that we have available. So it's like one of the, when I first did the COP, it was a level two and three then, which was 10 years ago. I walked into this room and I had no clue what was about to happen. All I knew is I wanted to meet Gary Douglas and he was doing, he was in Brisbane, Australia, where, which I lived in here. And I was like, so I finished the foundation class in the car on the way to Brisbane for this class. Like I was like, I have to get to it. (laughs) One of the first things he said was every single, everything that's showing up in your life right now is based on every choice you've ever made. And I went, Mm. what? Because Mm. what I've done was it's like, I grew up with abuse. I grew up no money. Like we were really poor and I like all these other different things. So I was going, okay, I have no money because I'm unhappy because I can't create this because, and I was do I was creating myself as a victim to something else as if something else was the source for creating my life. Mm-hmm. When I realized this, I went, Oh, so I've chosen to create my life as this. Mm-hmm. And it was this massive light bulb for me because I realized, okay, if I've chosen to create my life as this, then if I make some different choices, I can create something different. Mm. And for for anyone who's truly willing to see that everything that's showing up in their life right now is based on the choices that they've made, mm. then you are you you are superpowers dynamically because you can go, well, I've chosen this. I must be powerful if I've created this life based on my choices. Now what would I like to create? Yeah. That yeah. energy alone, that that change in direction, is what we what is what changes your life. Yeah. It's recognised that if you're having the worst day, like we talked before about the 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 suicide awareness stuff. Like I get it, you know, with what's going on in the world right now, depression rates have have climbed dynamically. Suicide has, but like everything that you would think is this end of the world scenario like it's even with the people at home now with their kids like i talk to all these parents and they're like oh my god i'm homeschooling it's it's all this but it's okay so what choice do i have that could create something different here and being in that question and realizing that we we don't have to choose what everybody else is choosing Mm. we have different choices available but we have to recognize that and then we have to choose what would you say to someone who, because I've been in this position before, like, what would you say to someone like, who's like, you know, every time I go to choose, I feel paralyzed. It's like, I don't even know what choice to make. It, it's sort of like that their will, so to speak, is, is paralyzed. You know, it's like they, they won't choose anything. It's sort of like this no choice universe they function from. But what would you say to someone who has, who's just struggling choosing? Well, I would say it's like, so... First, I would ask, okay, who am I being right now? Okay. For a lot of us, what we've done is we've we've learned. I mean, I learned, I learned about relationship, sex, mm. money, my body, family, all of these different elements. I learned from people who had no idea about them at all. Mm. So what we do is we do the same thing with choice, and we're learning about. We're, we're trying to. We're, we're going. Okay, so I have 
all of these choices available, but I don't know how to choose. Is that your reality or is that somebody else's? And did you learn that? So ask that question first. And then see, the other thing with choice is it's only good for 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay, you can make a choice right now and then go, okay, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. What other choice do I have available? And the thing I'm grateful for with choice is it's like, I've been willing to choose a lot, especially in the last 10 years, but mm -hmm. I have screwed a lot of those choices up mm. a lot. And it's not about getting it right, but it's recognizing every time that you choose, you get more awareness. Mm. Willing to choose and go, okay, so what, what awareness did that choice give me? Oh, well, that it doesn't really work for me. Okay, good. You get that awareness, you get to keep that forever, but you won't get that awareness until you make the choice. Yeah. Awareness does not come before choice. You have to choose first. That's awesome. So it's like it it's like with yeah, every choice you make will create, you know, an awareness. And because a lot of people sometimes it's like they don't want to make that mistake again. Because they feel yeah. that if they make this choice, they're stuck with it for the next 20, 30 years of their life. So they won't choose anything. Yeah. Yeah. So well, cool. yeah, we, and that's the thing is we will avoid choice so that mm -hmm. we don't so that we don't get it wrong or so that we don't create too much change or basically one of the biggest ways is one of the biggest things with it yeah. is so that we won't upset somebody else. And for a lot of us, what we do is we spend 99% of our lives trying to keep other people happy, fulfilling everybody else's needs, but we never look at what's true for us. Yeah. And for a lot of us, what we've been taught is if you start choosing what's true for you, if you go against that status quo, then you're selfish. Mm. No, because yeah. when, you, when you have the courage to choose what's different, when you have the courage to choose what's true for you, you, are a, you become a, a bright, shining light in the world for everybody else who knows that something different is available, who desires to choose something different. And for, for people watching this, and I know I can speak on both of our behalfs, mm -hmm. is it's like we, we seek something different. Yeah. I, it's, we, we know there's got to be more out there. There has mm -hmm. to be. So it's like when we choose it or when anybody chooses it, I know for me when I see somebody else choose to become more of them, I'm like, oh, I'm going to yeah. become more of me. You know, it, it's, an, it's an inspiration to me because I'm like, well, if you can do it, I want to do it too. Thank you for choosing yeah. that because yeah. now I, know I can too. Yeah. What would you say is like your greatest sort of like, I don't want to use the word, I don't know what else word, word to use, like reward, like as a facilitator, like when you're facilitating um, the tools and people, right? And they're sort of like starting out where you were 10 years mm -hmm. ago. What is sort of like your greatest sort of like, yes. <laughs> well, you know, as a facilitator that shows up for you. Uh, oh, so many, so many. Um, I think it, it's like when somebody realizes that, oh, that's not my point of view or that wasn't what's true for me. Like, you know, mm. even working with people who have had, you know, abusive childhood, mm. abusive childhood or something like that. Like I was working with this girl um, a few weeks ago. And she'd had an abusive childhood. And when I, I started talking to her and working with her on these different things about, about seeing the strength of her rather than the weakness of her. Yeah. And I was like, and and I watched her whole life change in <laughs> yeah. two minutes. 
not right. based on me. I was there for her and I was willing to have her back no matter what. But it was based on what she was willing to choose. And I went, oh, my God, it's, it's just there's, there's nothing that we can't change. And, you know, for a lot of us, when, what we do is when we know we're different is we go, well, now I'm all alone. No, there's a lot more of us out there. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of us who are different. We've just never really been invited to be it right you know and, yeah. yeah so it's that's the gift for me that's when i'm just like oh, i love what i do is when yeah. i see we just you know just get more of them get more of a sense of them awesome awesome so how can, tell us how uh, people can find you and stuff like that and see wh wh where your classes are and telecalls and live when we're able to go live finally like how can people find you uh you can find me on brendanwatt.com um, okay. and oh, oh, you know access I don't know I'm all over YouTube and yeah. you can check out the Access Consciousness website uh, at, at accessconsciousness.com uh, too and so you know uh, Brendan's featured on there and so you can see where all his classes are but you know if you're listening to this and, and you know if you're looking for a different possibility if you like to like not have your past dictate your future you know there's facilitators all over the world like Brendan's saying, get yourself to a bars class. It's sort of like the first place you kind of start. And, um, it, you know, just to have a different possibility, you know? And so you guys can check out my story on my website at www.dranthonymattis.com too. Um, but this call was about Brendan and I'm, I'm really grateful for you, man. It's been a, a gift to, to know you over these last eight years and my yeah. journey with access. And thank you so much for your time, man. I, I'm really grateful. Thank you. All right, my man. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymattis.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.